so far so rare. I'm joined by McGettigan, Stephen McGettigan. You were on weirdly a year ago. You were saying. That's right. Yeah, a year to the day, which I don't think if we planned it, it would have worked, but here we are. Yeah. Here we are. So a year to the day, what's changed? Whenever we last spoke, you were big into it. Did you actually buy a few legends back then? I remember you buying like legends. Yeah, that's right. And... I had a few, few few legends and it was the discussion was around that jump up to rare. Um, mm. So I think that has become a little bit easier in the last six months. Yeah. Um, so the, obviously the I still enjoy and holding on to the premium legends that I have, kind of the or the limited, so some of the Real Madrid guys and stuff. But lately, in the last while, I've been using kind of kickoff rare into Cap Two Twenty rare, and I think after the international break, I'll have my first full Cap Two Twenty submission. Um, so that has been nice, and kind of all eyes on Cap Two Forty. But the rares I'm acquiring are still within that under twenty three division. So once I can get my hands on an under-23 goalie, I'll be ready for that under-23 rare, which is super exciting and wasn't ever thinking it'd be possible, but uh, hopefully I'll get there before the, the prices come back in, in a few months. Yeah, no, because I remember when we were speaking, you had like this super premium, like limited under-23 team. You know, mm. Looking back there, you still have a lot of the cards. Yeah. Donnarumma, Charlie yeah. Simons, Kamavinga, Vinny Jr., Felix, Sufjan Diop, Apamecano, Jurian Timber, um, yeah. Kalulu's there. John Patrick, an Irish guy. Is that, yeah. is that just because that of he's was, Irish? I think I heard that on one of your podcasts before. It was recommended, and then he got red X. So I have no idea where he is. But I don't know if he's on the squad tonight versus France. But um, let's see what happens. See I might just go and buy one now that he's got the big red yeah. X. He must be worth pennies, is he? Yeah, sixty p or so. I think was the last sixty p. All right, okay. Let's let's try and find a wee yeah. bougie one. I'll do that while while you tell us. So tell us a bit about your year. What's going on? And then we're going to get into all the things: the three D cards, the hmm. the um, treasure hunts, and all sorts of stuff. But give us a quick recap. Um, while I go and buy a John Patrick. Yeah. So in the last year, been cautiously watching watching the market, watching how it's done, and the kind of the sentiment. I think. It's been really interesting. Whereas this time last year they just launched NBA, so you know, kind of everybody's or those who play are waiting for that to come back, self included. But on the football front, I think I think the World Cup was quite an interesting time for so rare. It definitely had its issues, but I think Dan made a good point where it was like a, an overall project delivery from so rare standpoint, which is quite interesting to see. And I think I think really this year they've really kicked on in terms of delivering projects. So whether it was like the collect the collection bonus now the treasure hunt and various other updates i know they've kind of made they've changed their mind and stuff but overall i think the consistency of deliverables is, is amazing to see and on from kind of as a manager then my gallery is really trying to be astute in terms of identifying under 23 rares that are kind of under the radar so you know folks at leverkusen and is at alkmaar and stuff and eredivisie and try and identify those that may perform well over the next year and then trying to get the timing right to sell those on before they hit the big time. So Timber and Limited is an example where I kind of, I got him about a year ago, but um, pretty much now he's unfortunately injured sideline with Arsenal. So, mm. but I think, you know, that's a point as well where it's important that you enjoy or like the players you have because it makes it a lot easier to hold it long-term. So for example, Vinny price has dropped a lot, Camavinga, but really love having those players in my gallery and really exciting to see what they do. And they're still... You know, I think I saw a tweet earlier about older cards and issues selling those, but I really enjoy having those older season cards. Mm -hmm. I think they're beautiful, and I think as time goes on, they kind of become more and more interesting to look back on, and all of a sudden there's kind of a four 
soon to be five year history of card, then that'll be that'll be really cool. So going forward I think pushing into Cap two forty and under twenty three rare is really the goal before before the end of the year, I think. Yeah. Yeah, unreal. I like it. Um and it's nice as well to have yourself on who's kind of in the limiteds breaking into rares because sometimes I get accused of having too many big fucking wheels on. Uh, and I've heard people yeah. say they, they love the wheels too, but they also want the the guys who are sort of in the, the same place they are and trying to break through into rares or, or still batting it out um, yeah. with those limited cards. Now, you have some beautiful limited cards, don't get me wrong, but it's an interesting point you had on like the older cards. Um, hmm. You know, we'll get to that. There will be a question, but I'm just looking at mine. I, I, I love an older card. I'm a fucking sucker yeah. for an older card. I always have been. I just think like it just signals such like, OG-ness and status are like mm. I've been here or I got him before he even if you didn't buy yeah, him then, yeah. no that's him yeah, before yeah. he was who he is yeah. I love yeah. that like I briefly had an old Jonathan David and the new striker for Leipzig can't remember his name he used to play at Bruges like I had his older rare card and they were like the first cards I came across when I joined and like mm. they seemed so exclusive and, and cool and just the idea of having them um they go on to trade them and flip them or whatever but like definitely they i just also find they don't get stung with the five percent when you sell them and stuff as well mm. <laughs> so you know when you're trading that's nice but i had a vitinia when he was at porto and I just loved that card like it was just so nice so i think yeah. i think I, i'm all for getting my hands on them as much as possible um and then i can imagine like a, a lot of the older cards i have is 21 22 season mm. so maybe that'll get remembered is when like you know the hype is just insane so maybe they'll that'll be the status that they kind of associate which could be interesting in years to come when the market was was crazy and i don't know if we'll ever get there again but yeah i think each card has its time which is nice yeah i've been offered speaking of older cards and new cards i have a kimmick from 21 22 and i've been offered a kimmick from 22 23 plus 15 euros because someone wants mine but I don't really get the logic here. Now, this person must be mm. looking for that card to bulk up bonuses on some other Bayern Collection. cards or something. Mm. Because, but I don't get why I would ever do it because the cards are actually a similar level. But I'm going to have my XP halved on a Joshua Kimmich, which yeah. is a really important card for this. I know I get the yeah. plus 5%, but that'll be gone, you imagine, soon when they drop Bundesliga cards. Yeah. For the sake of Agreed. 15 euro. So it's kind of like, nah, mate. 15 euros isn't really. <laughs> Like that's a lot of game weeks to reclaim that back. So yeah, 100%. it's not even close. Like, can you think of the difference mm. of that half the XP when you're batting up the leaderboards, like fifteen euros? Mm. You know, imagine it's the difference between coming first and second, yeah, first and fifth. Yeah. yeah. Um. But anyway, loads to talk about. Let's start with. Um. I actually kind of want to go back a little bit before we get into the new three D treasure huntingness, and it's just a, mm. a tweet I put out on the first of September, so a week ago um so the podcast will go out tomorrow which is the eighth so one week ago today i suppose as you're listening um unpopular opinion when you lay all the cards out like this take nostalgia out of it and go purely on aesthetics the new cards don't do so badly right now let me see if i can get this up on the screen now i actually didn't plan this so if you're watching on youtube you can laugh at how poor this looks um <laughs> your face isn't even on the screen it's actually hilarious i'm gonna leave your face really tiny in the bottom right just so we can giggle um that's just a little a bit of a visual aid for people on YouTube, but it's the six cards laid out side by side. It's a Joseph Pencil, 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 and it's from 19, 18, 19, 19, 20, 21, 22, or 2021, all the way up. And I actually think when you put these side by side, the new season cards don't do as bad as I thought they did initially. Agreed. I think they read quite well as a as a group. 
which I think is becoming more and more important. Mm. So the the pattern somehow it scales nicely. So the 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 pattern behind the player, if memory's right, so the pattern behind the player and the outline of that shape are the same. So when you yeah. group your gallery together, that pattern is recreated, which is quite cool. And I think um yeah, the depth also comes across a bit more, I think. Mm. So when you start to see galleries with the entrance, I think it, it is it is quite cool. Um so, so yeah, they, I think I think they're start, they're thinking more about a group of cards in a gallery and on a team as opposed to the individual card. So let me see. Teams. I'm so I think there's two different things we're kind of talking about here. I think what's happened. So what I'm talking about is let me see. When I pull up my twenty three, twenty four cards, they do quite. They look quite nice whenever you've got the same season ones beside each other with that hex, right? But what mm. I'm talking about is so David Boga put out a tweet. Of the so rare, maybe we are talking about the same thing. The so rare cards design since 2018. What's your favorite one? Mm. And it's basically mm. looking at the original Joseph Pencil, the really dark red, then looking at the 1920 card, the 2021 mm. card, which is just a very red basic card. Then there was 21 22 mm. when they had this kind of depth, is when they brought in depth yeah. and added these hexes. We all remember last season's card, and then there's the new season card. And and the point I'm sort of, sort of have on this is we were all roasting the new season card, and I mm. when I looked at it initially roasted it too and didn't love it but then whenever i actually saw it laid out beside all our cars that we've dealt with previously mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I felt that it fares quite well in the fight like if we look at the yeah. previous like six of them as total in my head honestly it's top two at least top two yeah it Even reads as I an evolution as well yeah it does read as an evolution like it makes sense that that it does look like the newest card yeah. Like if you took the years away, you would probably guess, yeah, that seems like an evolution as opposed to a revolution. But yeah, and I think on the back of that, then I think a success of that design is how they read then as a season card together. Mm. Yeah. And then I think yeah. the other thing we have to, you know, that's even, that's just looking at them 2D. Whenever this 3D comes in, which we've got a little bit of a sneak peek on now, that adds a whole mm. other level to this. So I suppose to go into that, um, basically so rare, I've sort of dropped from 2D to 3D. And an article on that. Um, we'll have a very quick read of that and go into it. It's only mm. a four-minute read. But basically, for the first time in so rare history, they're launching three D digital player cards across the so rare football universe. So they dropped this trailer, which is basically it's like this box. I don't know. This big like, Ben in the background, isn't big it? Big Ben in the background, and people swiping Hallands mm. and Diabies and Matomas and Darwin Nunes cards and whatever else. Um, in like augmented reality, is that what they call it? What's the difference between our? This I'm gonna throw you under the bus here. What's artificial reality versus augmented reality? Well, is artificial intelligence and augmented reality? No, I don't know if there's artificial reality. reality. (laughs) 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 Oh, I'm such a dickhead. Uh, I've definitely got that wrong. Artificial reality. I threw myself under the bus. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Augmented reality is is your projections and your. Yeah, or that new ABBA thing in London with the projections and holograms and stuff, right? That's yeah, augmented yeah. reality. Artificial reality then is probably like... Is it even a thing? I need to Google artificial reality. Is that a thing? A new one for me. Artificial reality. It's a book series by Myron W. Kruger. <laughs> so you're right. Okay. Well, not really. <laughs> uh, augmented reality. So artificial reality isn't really a thing. 
Ah, maybe it is. A realistic simulation of an environment, including three-dimensional graphics. By a new- yeah. So basically, artificial reality is almost like, imagine you're playing Red Dead Redemption run through the desert. That's an artificial reality. Whereas yeah. augmented yeah. reality is like using your phone camera and up pops your so rare card sitting on your like, coffee table. Like the, like the Apple Oculus or the Apple lenses, that's augmented reality, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I think we got there, yeah. yeah. So, augmented reality is, I suppose, what they're doing um, mm. here. It's been a massive effort years in the making, one in which all areas of the company have collaborated on, but championed by our top-notch design team steering the creative direction of so rare cards is exciting, while at the same time carries great responsibility to produce compelling, innovative cards that evolve with and build upon previous iterations. I think every time I every time I read out a so rare blog on this podcast, right, I feel like I can't help but read it borderline sarcastically, even if it's a good thing. Even if it's normal, I always read it, you know, as if the, the person in the office is writing it real corporate or something. I can't help but take the yeah. piss a little. Um, yeah. We're lucky to have a community that cares. We truly value your opinions and feedback, particularly when it comes to car designs. In fact, when we launched the 23-24 cards on August the 23rd, your feedback spurred this blog to explain why and, why and how we took certain design directions for this season. blah de blah 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 bridging real and virtual new dimension fun little graphic about the lighting and the 3d and whatever else Mm. dynamic reflections and lighting to be fully are going to be fully appreciated whenever the 3d cards soon go live so it's basically like the background the backdrop of the cards that kind of holography kind of what do you even call it pattern pattern the shiny effect yeah it's going to be super shiny and sexy i think whenever it moves um then they broke down the card in terms of the layers and Mm. that kind of graphic and the frame of it and brought us through kind of the graphic design player imagery um so let me see for this bespoke frames bloody blah key element of the card design is player photography scalability is the key word on this topic given thousands of officially announced player cards we went to season we aim to provide as much space as possible for players photography as it's obviously the key card element but sometimes we have to make compromises for a more scalable approach in the future we this is really exciting in the future we hope to test special edition cards with different photography this is a complicated project to scale but overall would you be excited a special would you be excited to see special edition cards featuring alternate player photography if so, what are you imagining? Let us know. Ah, come on, guys. You don't really need us to suggest that, do you? I've just looked at that. Like, come on. It's it's Harry Kane doing a celebration when he jumps and scores yeah. a goal. It's Griezmann doing the fucking take the L. It's Ronaldo doing a certain yeah. noise in Saudi. You get my point. It's celebrations or it's key frames yeah. taken from, like, an overhead kick that's just been scored. Haaland putting his fingers up as a three if he scores a hat-trick or doing the little yoga mm. pose. It's, yeah. you know, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it is. It's, it's like it's the most obvious the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just go with the obvious and that's it. So, yeah. Do you know what I fucking um, loved? Tops did a thing a couple of years ago where they did this set. I forget what they call it. But basically it was just random photos of footballers. So it was like mm. you might have, I forget who they were, but I, I actually can picture Kevin Prince Boateng and he's just riding a bicycle. And then like Ronaldo we definitely had one in his boxers because it's Ronaldo, but that was a different thing. But you know, it's just these like yeah, yeah, yeah. guys just being guys. Like you might see Julian Brandt playing table tennis. It's just like mad, but they become kind of <laughs> yeah. niche and like 
it, it, it's fun for the community, I think. Yeah, and if you a... can get a kind of the character of the players across, you know, like it's kind yeah. of funny, you know, like Callan and Ibiza or something after the, like Jack Grealish yeah. probably has a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck getting that approved. But yeah, yeah. Again, those those rogue ones aren't necessarily like priority, but I always thought, I just they came to mind there. I thought it's funny. Yeah. I think the obvious ones are obviously celebrations or someone holding a Ballon d'Or or celebrating with yeah. a trophy. Or uh, they addressed loaded desired feedback, wonderful. Um, but among your feedback, well, a lot of us flagged the available space at the bottom of the cards. The reason for the empty space is due to work we're doing on special edition cards. To create unique special edition cards and make them pop in your gallery, we'll be using all that current empty space. Um, okay. So, so that's, that's a layer that they can swap in and out with a pattern or something. Yeah, because or if data. you look at the current cards, you know, basically you've got the player front and center on front of this kind of massive kind of... I need to come up with a word for that because I keep stumbling when I get to it. Kind of kaleidoscopy vibe. I'm going to go kaleidos- kaleidoscope. Yeah. So this big yep. kaleidoscopy pattern, maybe I could have picked an easier word. And then they've got obviously the top corners covered with stuff and then the name, but then there is that blank space, but that's going to be maybe where special edition print and whatever comes in. So we'll yeah, see how that I goes. Think so. And how the font uh, works against that. Yeah. Hmm, we see. So that's what they had to say on the 2D to 3D vibes. And then they dropped not too long later or maybe at the same time, this new season, new dimension stuff with the augmented reality and the treasure hunt. So, does it read then that all our all the new 3D cards are going to be like able to be projected like that in reality? But does that mean we all have to have Apple lenses? No, you don't. I never played. I never. I never played Pokemon Go, but it seems like that was the parallel people were making. So, I don't think you're going to need any lenses. I, th- I think if, like, you take your phone out, you know what it's probably going to be? It's going to be something on the app where you mm. hold up your phone and you go to the app and you just have your camera access on it mm. and it pops up. Kind of like, I had this, I have this, this Man City Asahi shirt there. I did a branding yes, on Instagram. Yes, yes. Um, I don't know, June maybe, early July. And it's like an So Instagram you'll see filter. your card floating, like, yeah. Yeah, which... If I call a spade a spade, who gives a fuck is kind of what comes to mind. Mm. The but, only time I think it could be cool is people with their Sora cards at a game and seeing your yes. player's card on the pitch floating yeah. could be cool. This is where I was going to go. So on the face of it, who gives a fuck? We're yeah. all, we're not all, and I'm not going to assume anything, but the majority of us here, the vibe I get is we're grown men who don't really care about this type of stuff. Mm. That said, I do think there's space for it, and I do think it's fun, and I do think it's a good marketing mm. tool, and I do think if you get people to buy in and have things like 3D treasure hunts and have stuff around around it, I do find it quite compelling. And I do think it makes it much easier when I'm at a game, like, oh, that's obviously the thing I share. It's my trend or my lineup on the pitch. Mm. Yeah. While they're on the pitch. Or there is really interesting things that we don't want you to like, take a step back. And that's something that actually would be an interesting conversation. I might put a tweet out. Like, what are the most interesting things people can think of yeah. like, using it? Like, in what way will this be used when it's rolled out that I can't think of now? Is basically what I'm thinking. Because I do think it's a good thing. But in the face of it, I'm quite, I would be skeptical like most people and kind of go, like, when am I going to sit and, kind of like last week, when am I going to sit in the toilet and flick my, 
cards around. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm wondering if there was a way to like, if you're at the game and you have like a Haaland card and you can he scores and you can take a photograph of Haaland celebrating and project your card beside him capturing that. It sounds fun, but it sounds like a very yeah. like niche, hard to capture moment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like Haaland's just scored in your weapon your phone out to open your so rare app to go in and put your ugly <laughs> reality Haaland beside him while he celebrates just beside you conveniently. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like come yeah, on, yeah, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe you just stick to like standing outside the stadium. You have your five cards lined up, photograph, share it. But I guess mm. it's time back a bit to people sharing their cards in a different way which is what they discussed yeah. before i think but the the yeah. interesting thing with this becomes like i don't know the level this augmented reality goes to but they can definitely have like community challenges around it and stuff and mm. like you know mm. that that's where the marketing comes in on social media and you know the most scenic place or like mm. challenges and stuff around i don't know bringing getting Getting your Haaland at all the clubs, you're getting an augment, a photo of your your card yeah. at Dortmund, at Man City, at Salzburg, at Mulder, wherever. Yeah. You know, like there have to be, there, there can be fun things to be done. I also don't know, like if there's like a geo side to this, where almost like geocaching or Pokemon Go or whatever, where as you walk around and as you visit stadiums and maybe this is where we get to that level of that augmented reality where i remember one of the dreams that we haven't spoken about in a long time that nicholas always had was you go to a game you get a free pint because you've got a so rare card from that team you go to a game yeah. you get a free this you go to a game yeah. you get some sort of special thing and like the yeah. idea of stadiums being tied into some sort of not necessarily metaverse but augmented reality or, or like a geo kind of element to it yeah. Where when you go to a game with your card that's playing in that game, something special happens to the card, be it a yeah. stamp on the back, be it a, do you know what I mean? Almost like a passport. Yeah, or that, like a, yeah that's something. Really cool. It's almost like your card can store moments from a game or something, right? So your card if you captures photographs or like, yeah, something to do like, with like the leaf. Yeah. They're the throwing game fucking, ticket or sorry, I keep buttoning on you there, Stephen, my bad. Mm -hmm. They're throwing fucking bonuses out the wazoo. Fitness ones for whatever. You know, we've got our collection ones. What not mm. to say, go to your player, go and see your player in different stadiums, get an extra 0.1% or whatever the fuck. You get my point? Yeah. It's like, yeah. now you have to, there'd be obviously be a lot of things around that in terms of, let me season ticket holders who see people all the time, so you'd need to be clever with it or whatever. But like, I do think like a geographical element to it and bringing the real world football yep. in could be fun. And maybe I think, this yeah, 100%. A bridge to yeah. that. I think it's also like the like we've just seen the first iteration of it as well. So I think it'll be important to bear that in mind as it over the next few months. But they're also again like there was one Twitter spaces that Nicholas was on discussing so rare and stuff. And when you just on this as as a use case, when you compare it to other Web three platforms, it's like it's so far ahead in mm -hmm. my opinion. But like. Others are, are talking about community and they're talking about these kind of abstract things. Whereas in Sora, it's so live and they have actual like real users and hard numbers and like they're executing this as a kind of augmented reality, which when Web3 first came out was like talked about. And they're mm. again, they're like the first to do it. So I think like when it goes up against other Web3 projects, I, I still feel like it's so much more real and, and ahead. And like it, it's an actual community with actual like 
day-to-day like use so i'm excited to see what happens i'm sure there'll be like a lot of like user issues or maybe like the camera won't work or something like that but it'll get there i'm sure yeah i think it's also another thing just to get us all downloading that app like the app yeah needs obviously the new app is key yeah i haven't actually opened it in a while let me see can i that there's something fun to do live can i open the solar app or does it need updated oh i'm not logged in i do you, i'm gonna do that off air a bit later i'm gonna go and have a look i again. found it good i found it useful for checking xp in my players i found it quicker than mm. the browser just to see like which players were close to going up a level and that was okay. useful so what i would love on the app is like when you get a reward you know where you can like pan through cards really quickly mm. i would love if you could do that to your own gallery on the app where you, where you don't have to go out click out click in click out where you could just like scroll right and left mm. to your card and maybe then you go up and down to get the data on the card so it's a totally different oh, interface yeah. i think like because a big thing for me is just being able to quickly check where the xp is on each player um to, to know which ones i should like academy focus will say um and i found that a bit cumbersome going out scrolling you know um, yeah yeah that's one little point something do you know what I, you've just made me think of it i haven't applied these boosts I, I think I remember getting, um, did I get a free limited rare and super rare boost? Oh, I also have a, a unique bo- boost because was I an OG or something? I don't know what it was, but it's something. Oh, so yeah. I've got like a level up for like a super rare, a rare and a limited, but like, geez, I haven't looked at those. Is a level up, is that just half a percent? Is that what it quantifies to? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I suppose... I should probably do that on a card that's pretty high level, shouldn't I? Yeah, save it until they're at least like seven or seven and a half, maybe. Whatever so like, well, like fifteen. So Ezekiel Palacios, I should wait until he gets to level nineteen. He's got six, mm. fourteen hundred XP more, and then hit it straight away. So I just get the twenty. It's like jumping up. Or like, yeah. what's Raphaela at? See, he's level twenty. Shugawara, okay, he's at level nineteen. Oh, but he's like, he's like. He's only a couple of hundred XP off getting there. He'll be there in a few weeks. So that's the thing. I think knowing that is really important. Mm. Like knowing how close your cards are to going up. I found that quite useful. Um, especially when I say, well, in my case, when I only have three academy teams and I still don't even have that big a gallery. So players with managers with a bigger gallery, I'd imagine it'd be really useful. Yeah. So you could just get them up, especially even then if you want to sell them or, or whatever. They're just up that level, you know. So, like, I don't know what, I need to work out what's worth it, but Zion Fleming for me now is at 700 XP at level 17. He's got 700 of the level 17 XP. He needs another 2,000 XP to go up a level. Mm. So, I'm like, should I be popping that now on him? Because he has a card that I actually use. I need to go and look yeah. into this afterwards. Well done, you've reminded yeah. Oh, and even, like, Chukwesi. He's probably going to start playing for Milan a bit more soon, is he? He's the same. Yeah. I'm going to hit it on him. I'm going to use it. Yeah, so I think it's easy to waste the boost, you know, but the, if you can time it right. I use it. Should I use it? Level 17 to 18, that's a slog, like. Yeah, it is. 2,400 XP required to go up. That, How that's... many game weeks is that? I don't even know, it's a few. Fuck it, I'm hitting the button. I've hit the button, bang! Big man <laughs> jumped up and he's level 18. It works. Yeah, if you... Win a reward, then. It's on you. It's on me. Yeah. 
that's and I know this is kind of maybe not the most enthralling listening for people, but I'm in it. Like, where else can I put it now? You know, <coughs> I've got a oh Jude Bellingham's at level eighteen. Oh, here we go, Jude Bellingham, level eighteen, five hundred XP. He needs another two thousand seven hundred to go up. Jude, welcome to level nineteen, Mackay. There you go. Because that's a card that's like big this season now. Yeah. But no, not this is the next question. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm just going off on this. Should I spend seven and a half thousand coins to just have Jude at level twenty, or do I sit and yeah. slog this out for the season? Buy this item. Done. Oh wait. Oh no. 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 I'm about to get done, aren't I? Can you only do one per player? Or is it like three? Don't do this to me. We're going to get there anyway. Um, and then we're going to talk about this treasure hunt. But I'm nearly there. Jude Bellingham. Where are you? I can't find him. Right, I'm going to go and find him. In the meantime, Stephen. Talk to me about your initial thoughts on the treasure hunt while I go and level up my Jude to level 20. Um, there was one amazing tweet about solving the code. And it was to do with... Uh, was it like a computer code on the on the rare card in that in that graphic or that like video that Sora mm. issued out? Was it Halland? No. Darwin? Darwin, yeah. There was a code on the left side of the player. Yeah. And that was some computer code which resulted in ball. And then the other word is hold, is it? I think there's so two words have been released. Um, I'm actually I didn't study it. I feel like Twitter wasn't the best way to announce this. Mm. I, like we needed a video to understand it because it's, some of the quotes or some of the whatever riddles seem really difficult. But then people just find out what it is and that's it. And I think so rare tweeted what the answers were as well. So yeah, I don't even know where to start really. <laughs> so I've kind of got a few thoughts. Right, first one is love the concept. Like, I love the idea yeah. of this, like, treasure hunt. Everyone loves a treasure hunt. You know, when you're a kid, the yeah. idea of a treasure hunt and a big map with an X on it is super exciting. And never mind within football doing this to fly with an AC Milan team to an away match in October or November. You're, so a, a Champions League match is what that's going to be. Two tickets to the game. you got to bring a friend. You get five AC Milan rare cards. There's Premier League tickets up for grabs. There's so rare merch up for grabs. All this, really, really exciting, really, really fun. But then, part of me is sceptical in terms of... Also, by the way, if you want to join their, the champ, the league, there's this bonus league to win those Premier League cards. It's a champion yeah, Europe, champ they mentioned. Yeah. I think the, the code to get in is ball or game. That's been shared around Twitter, and I've seen it, and I've seen it yeah. on Discords and stuff, so it's not like I'm... Oh, okay. I didn't know, but I've seen it in a, on a tweet. So I think it was ball or game. I joined it and there was only 100 people joined. So maybe by the time this goes out, there'll still be spaces. I doubt there will be, though. But um, On it, right? I think it's really hard with the treasure because you want it to be hard. And you want people to have to work for it. But you also want people to feel like it's attainable. I can tell you now, if I was sat here on my own trying to work this out, that Darwin Nunez code, I would never have got it because I'm not a computer nope. nerd. But then yeah. they're going for this community treasure hunt together. But the problem with that is, is that only one person's going to win it. So what I yeah. don't get is why people are sharing all their findings with everyone. Yeah. It's like the classic so rare thing where maybe 
we're too nice to each other. Like we wish everybody the best of luck, but we're all competing against each other. Um, yeah, I definitely wouldn't have solved it either. I'm grateful for getting the answers, but like, I'm curious if it, like the riddles cover computer code or is it football? Mm -hmm. Is it like general knowledge about football? Is it general knowledge about Sora? Um, but yeah. So how does it work then? You get each each time there's a total of twelve words that gives you access to a wallet. Is that it? And then you get you can access the five AC Milan rare cards. So basically it's gonna be there's twelve words. The twelve words will unlock a wallet. So you know like a private key for like yeah. MetaMask wallets and whatever is like a twelve yeah. word phrase. So they've got a twelve word phrase one and so far we've got collect, ball and game. So the thing is probably gonna be something like collect your favorite football cards on our fantasy football game or something yeah. go and guess that now probably own but, your game will be in there maybe or something oh clever own your game collect your favorite players favorite. and own your game in so rare fantasy football how many is that <laughs> collect your Favorite players and own your game in so rare fantasy football. That's twelve fucking words. That's twelve fucking words. <laughs> Let's, go. Let's go. Let's go and enter it. Right, how do you enter? Let's. I'm not telling you, lad. <laughs> not a mission. I'm telling you. Where is this key? Oh come on! As soon as you've transferred the cards, well, where's the wallet? Okay, here's the wallet. Okay, here we go. Right. Wait, wait, wait. I found how, Wi-Fi. How the fuck do you even access it? You see, this is where it gets to the. Play now? Sponsored Meta like, went no 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 no. Exchange buy play. How does one unlock a wallet? Oh no. see if it turns out that that's the thing and we don't get this, I'm gonna snap. Yeah, like it should be there should be an option to like just take the guesses. You should be able to just try and guess your way into it. That's do, your like, style. do you try and like how to open sorry everyone listen to this shouting at the, at the thing. yeah oh view and token holdings so part of me is like people listen to this will be like this is torture but equally part of me is like this is the reality of it if someone actually worked it out did someone send something to it so in the wallet someone sent it an oliver skip card by the looks of it because it's got an oliver skip a jeru kalulu krunich tamori and rafa Leai. Mate, word is one. I'm gonna do. Oh, come on. We need to get on with this, but that could be the phrase. Collect Can you say it again. There. Nope. Your <laughs> favorite players and own your game. Wasn't it? Pick on your favorite so players. rare fantasy football. Your Game on Sorer Fantasy. That has to be it. Football. But someone would have worked that out by now. Okay, that's 12. Are we getting involved in this and having fun? Is is this doing what it's meant to do? I think I find this fun where you're kind of, you know, just looking for the answer. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I my worry is like that. Basically, I think a lot of people's worry is the clues are either too easy, like it was collect was on the roof of one of the buildings in the background, and everyone saw it, and they literally tweeted it. 
and then the so other like, one was like decoding yeah. something which is like one percent of the audience can do that so then it's like these two ends of the spectrum but that's why you have to work together but why would anyone work but, together yeah ultimately as well so rare is either you have the budget you do the research or you're early and yeah. this is one strategy where we're just early we haven't done the research we don't need a we don't have the budget so we're just trying to be early with our submission yeah i'm okay writing this down imagine we so crack it, it live and then people listen to this back so is it that you would go to metamask and you you enter these words to unlock it is that how it works or do you have to do it through Sora? um i'm not telling you because i don't know guaranteed tell me i'm right i'm messaging someone at so rare the affiliate manager and i being like this is what i've got if i'm right i'm winning it and it's going to look fixed so you better change it because <laughs> everyone's going to think you told me <laughs> and i am telling you now i will take that prize and i will fly with the milan team and i will make a sexy video and you can all fuck off if you think it's fixed <laughs> If and I Steven. can figure out how to log in, I just need to, like, <laughs> right. MetaMask or Coinbase or what? Head back in the game, right? We've shit to talk about. So, 12 words needed, in an order. What I kind of think is going to happen, and we'll find out, is some of these are going to be tap-in easy things. They're going to interact with the community to give us five or six of the words or whatever. And then it's going to be a game of putting those words together in a coherent sentence and trying to work out more... Um, I don't know, hard to find clues that they'll be putting yeah. out and they won't be necessarily confirming them because you can't just hand people 10 words and they have to work out two. It'll be too easy. Yeah. So I, I just hope it's executed well and everyone can kind of play along from a point. Mm -hmm. um, but Stephen, we have questions for you. Yeah. Well, let's, let's start it. hitting you with them. Um, Go for it. So first off, thanks to So Rare Data. So Rare Data bring this podcast to you. I just seen that they raised 2 million in funding yeah. and they're going to change their Amazing. name to Podium which is really yeah. exciting. But so rare data yep. will just be like under that podium umbrella. I think podium's a really cool name. Um, so congratulations to them all. But that is, I would say, largely down to their so rare product, so rare data, yep. which everyone fucking uses. I use it all the time. It's amazing. Give it a go using code John Ellis or the link below. Um, and you get two weeks free at their premium tier and you can try all their features for free. Um, and I'll get paid if you do that. So thank you. So so rare data. Thank you. Right, Stephen. Question time. Marco Sullivan. Yep. We've seen recently from so rare base that the number of new man new managers with the first investment has been steadily on the rise. What number do both of you feel it has to reach before so rare is back in a bull market? Oh fuck! This is a question I don't really know an answer to. But um, so on the twenty fifth of August there were two hundred twenty five new users with the first investment. Then two thirty two on the twenty eighth of August. Then two forty six on the thirtieth of August. I haven't seen recent numbers. Let me go on over to Sora Base and see if there's something more recent. September fourth. Um, I can't see an actual like date. Anything more updated than that? Um, what are you saying? Yeah, it's it's really positive to see. It's been it's been nice. I think it's one has to be conscious of the time of year we're at. You know, early mm. in the season, all that. So see where we sit in kind of November, but. As a trend, it seems great. I think um, I think it'll be a bit of a slower climb than it was before. Um, mm. But if it's consistent all the way through to December and stuff, I think it'll be really nice. Um, but I think, yeah, in general, the market is is recovering in a way. Um, I think I think just 
the moves of the first six months of the year will start to pay off. And uh, yeah, I think over the, over the months, if that trend continues, even if it's kind of cautious and slow, I think that's fine. You know, the macro economy is still not what it was a year ago. So I think that's still a reality. So no matter what Sorare does, that's still going to be a reality. But yeah, I think it's positive signs. I think it's positive indicators and that's all. And uh, yeah, long may it continue over the next while. But I think it'll be a slow burner, which is which is fine by me. Yeah. I've got up on the screen the one of the pieces of data from Surarbase, who are definitely worth a follow on Twitter. And this is looking back at new managers um, to buy a card with a first investment. And this is looking back all the way to 4th of September 21. Now, if I remember correctly, Boomtime Gary V vibes was what? Early 21? Like, yeah, February. Yeah, February 21. So this is long after Boom. But then there was the Limiteds came out. Was that in 21 or 22? 22? A year ago? Limited came ago? out in 22. Yeah, I know the, the value of my gallery which was limited was the highest august last year and from then on it kind of fell so it was highest when it came out wasn't it yeah and then i think where the market is at now is like where we were october 21 mm. or maybe maybe like february 22 um, i'm having a quick look october. at mbappe limited cards and we'll go serial number pretty low um, I'm just trying to work out when was the first Mbappe sold two years ago so it was 2021 summer that these came out yeah and the value the highest value I had since joining in May 21 mm. was all this like August last year that was okay. when, like I had the peak so when we have a look at this graph very quickly um in October 21 in terms of new investments um number of new managers to buy a first card with an investment. This must be per week. This graph. Yeah, weekly um, from that, I think. Basically, shit tons was going on at the end of 2021. Like, loads. Peaks there in January 22, the start of 2022. Um, peaks there of like 4,000 manager types of vibes. And that must be a week. Um, and then, on into July... In October, basically the number kind of steadily came down, and now we're kind of rallying again. It's basically what yeah. this graph saying over the last few weeks. I could sit and yeah. butcher it even yeah. longer, but I'm not going to put people through that, especially if you're not listening. If you're only listening, this will be torture. I guess numbers well, are on it, the up, which is good. Yeah, so the number of purchases are on the up, and that may increase with the new cards coming out, but then that doesn't necessarily mean the value of the sales will go up because there will be more cards on the market, if that's fair to say. Yeah, more cards are being, more people are investing. It's basically the yeah. only metric we have here. So more yeah, people are yeah. investing, which is a positive thing. Yeah. More people getting on yeah. the on the train the is always a good thing. Mm. But um, mm. I think in terms of Mark's question, mentioning bull markets, I think it's very premature for that when you look back at historic numbers. I don't think it's anywhere. Yeah. Like what is the numbers? What yeah. he's asking? Fuck those. Oh, when, when, when you're, when you're, not able to justify the price that you sold something for you're in a bull market like, like if it feels ridiculous you're in a bull market <laughs> yeah jack doyle wants to know what your favorite artwork so rare produced is and what's the favorite you've produced favorite sore artwork is i actually quite like on the joining page there's there's some graphics where it's just silhouettes of like being a manager in a stadium 
it's just quite a nice little interface update um, and it just kind of brought to life the, some of the moves recently where it's like kind of the individual on their sword journey as opposed to like text and graphics i've i've i found that quite a good move and i think um uh artwork wise yeah, I think let's go for the new season cards background. Let's see, maybe there's there's possibilities with that. I don't know if that is technically artwork, but it is. Yeah, I, I quite like. Yeah, I, I think that I think that that'll be something something positive. I think uh, I don't have rose tinted glasses, but yeah, let's let's say let's say that. Then from my side, my favorite artwork is probably I know lately on Twitter people might have seen quite a few concept cards and digital images and stuff, but I think I was fortunate one time to meet. Uh, Gary V on the tube and I had the watercolor painting I did of the Ronaldo rare at PSV and he signed that oh that's so he signed my he signed like a rare a physical so rare card which I thought was quite a cool full circle moment don't know if he recognized what it was but uh yeah that's pretty cool that's unreal that, that that's like a yeah. cool thing to like that's such a weird yeah. coincidence Gary V on the tube yeah. while you had a so rare card yeah, so it's like a A4 watercolor of a silver yeah. card. So um, I don't know why I even had it with me, but yeah, that's mental. Random, random, but yeah, it's kind of a feels a bit quite Gary V. Feels like a story he would have as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> like that's... what he's all about. Like, yeah, he was absolutely yeah. pivotal in the boom. Like, yeah, he was yeah. boom daddy. Like his tweet set it all off, which was mental. That's wild. The sway he had. I wonder how his V friends are going. Mm. That I wonder how all the other. Do you know what? Remember, like a year or two ago in this podcast, all we used to talk about—not all, but we used to always refer to crypto punks and apes and all their yeah. projects. But I feel like it's been months since I've said anything other than so rare yeah. in this podcast, which is yeah, pretty I damning, mean- really. Like I, feel, that's like what I touched on point at the start. Is like I just feel those projects are kind of throwing out the same kind of vocabulary, like community engagement journey, um, and it just feels like very abstract. Mm. Whereas I think the the richness in SoRare is just how real it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's I think the utility, like it all comes back to the, to their utility. Yeah. JG Web three dot ETH. 370 plus points to win a tier 4 or 5 card long format epic prizes only whales can win this version of so rare true or false why would a new guy with 50 quid bother i don't really get the the question per se here but i can i got a vibe of what he's on about so he's basically saying only whales are going to win the long format and it takes 370 plus points to win a tier 4 or 5 card why would you bother with 50 quid depends on your parameter i think if you just want to have fun 50 quid is probably reasonable mm. if you want to win that's a very different thing i think having expectation uh, yeah like winning a tier four tier five it depends on the game week as well but it, there's definitely a level of strategy that's required i mean i haven't won cards in quite a few weeks but like you know there's other ways to play it and i think you have to really manage your expectations and look at what it's about the climb it's about the journey and i think that's what's fun i think it's about you know getting cards that you didn't think through trades or yeah 50 quid is you can have fun for 50 quid i don't think you should be expecting a major immediate return on your investment if that's how you're viewing it as 50 quid again what's your expectation for that investment 
50 quid is it's also very sh- like you could buy a card for 50 quid hold it sell it for 60 and then go get you know like Pedri's yeah. injured and his lim- his limited is not far off 50 so that's a card that was five or six hundred pounds a year ago so you know Pedri and a few commons or if that's possible but yeah i think you know it calls for a different recipe and it calls for a different time frame but patience is definitely key and like being comfortable with that um but why bother is i mean i i want to play i want to play rare and i don't have all my rare cards so like why bother but it'll it'll you know takes it takes a lot of patience and yeah consistency and research and yeah yeah it's like do you it's just i think it's almost like and i don't JG, I, I don't know who you are, mate, and I'm not trying to have a go at you on here, but I think, like, maybe ignorance is the wrong word, but I think it's a bit of one of those questions with a bit of entitlement around it or something. And I'm just being, I'm just yeah. saying how I say it. Where, like, these wheels have probably sunk in thousands. These wheels yeah. have probably been here a while. These wheels, you know, wh- yeah. why would you even think you can compete with 50 quid? Do you know what I mean? To yeah. even think you should be able to compete with 50 quid is almost a bit obnoxious. It's like, yeah. you just need to play a different game you're you're not exactly. playing to win the long format prize you're not playing to win tier threes tier twos tier ones you can if the stars align but you're not playing with your first 50 quid to win those with your first 50 quid you're trying to get involved in cap 220s you're trying to play the free-to-play modes you know you're trying to learn the ropes you're trying to suss it out maybe you're trying to flip a card or two as you say Stephen Pedri's obviously a pretty premium example but there's definitely cards there that are injured that are two quid that mm. might be seven quid you know yeah Buy, buy five of them for a tenner and flip them in a few months you know yeah like, there's, a... there's different ways to play the game with 50 quid and we aren't all playing the same game because we all aren't all in the same position on the same budgets and we all haven't been here for the same amount of time but there's definitely yeah. ways to play so rare on 50 quid that can be fun but there's a lot of ways that won't win anything as well after all that investment yeah and they won't event you know they've taken they every game week they take on a huge risk in a way you know yeah. they're they're really going for it and that's like I heard a good so rare data podcast recently and they were talking about message about not being able to jump up to so rare super rare just because it was too much of a you know, the level of risk is, is so great. So fifty quid is I think if your time frame is short, just honestly go and put on a bet or something. But if you're interested in kind of yeah, there's, there's a lot of road to glory footage out there that people can really use and research and as you say, John, build it up from five or seven pound cards mm. and go up, you know. It depends what you want to put in. Like, I just, I don't think it's as simple as why would you bother? I mean, a lot of people wouldn't bother because yeah, you're not, you're not, if if, that, if your goal is to win a tier four or five card or to win a tier three, tier two card, like 50 quid, I mean, honestly, could I do it? Fuck, it would be a slog whenever you take a goalkeeper into account. But could I start so, I'd love, I wish we could do that as a second account. You know, we can play for free, but you can't spend money, you can't trade cards. I'd love to go and start with 50 quid and try and like, enter the like semi pros and pro vibes and cap two twenties and this is nuts and free to play and like see yeah. if it's fun. And fun's the big part as well. It it Yeah. I mean making money's great and a lot of us do make money and a lot of us love to make money, but I mean it should be fun and it does make my football watching weekend infinitely better and hundred percent. That's the biggest thing I'd miss if, if I left and stopped playing so rare like Yeah and like if you win a tier five limited, like max, that's going to be worth it to what, like two, three pounds. It's much easier. Like you could buy a few cards at, with your 50 quid and, and flip them away and you're, you're getting more back than your reward anyway. You know, mm-hmm. so there's, there's many ways to go about it, but 
yeah, hundred percent agree. Like that fun and engagement with football is is greater for me as well than it's ever been. And actually understanding as well, like watching Quinny and things like that, where you understand the general journey of a footballer in Europe, right? So coming to Europe, doing whether it's Belgium or Eredivisie, then maybe doing to Germany and then maybe making a move to like Italy or Premier League, like understanding that kind of that journey and, and the role that certain clubs play in European football, I find interesting. So Ajax or stuff like that. Like I've, and like some of the French clubs, like seeing how the talent in French football, where they go and the role Leon plays in French football. Like I find that that was something I was never really aware of previously. And yeah, I find that that's another asset of so rare, which is really cool. Will 232 wants to know why it's so hard to sell old season cards? I'll give a very simple answer and you can add to it if you wish. The newer ones have more XP and people want them. So if you're selling yeah. older ones, ultimately, unless it's a collectible player or very old, you're probably going to have to undercut the market because you've got less yeah. XP. But yeah. like you're not getting the 5%. Exactly. I know where my preferences lie. XP aside, I still like the older cards, but yeah, me too. I think that's just that's just me. Um, the question is how to participate in the Sora treasure hunt for beginners. Well, Faborn Zachary, you heard us going a bit of a wild goose chase trying to work it out. I don't think I've got the There's phrase. Many ways to get involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> FPL Pingreen, uh, is graphic design your career just a hobby? I love your car designs and how and Holty says how is it your car designs are ten times better than the Sora ones? Um, it's not my career. I did architecture originally and I do a lot of artwork. Um, I just like doing it. I enjoyed creating the cards and I think I'm fortunate that, I mean, I don't have the scalability. I think that was a really important point Sorer made about the new cards. Scalability is key. I'm just making these kind of one-on-one, one-of-one pieces that I enjoy. Um, yeah, and I think, yeah, like ultimately a, a collaboration or something with Sorer as a member of the community would be amazing or something, but like, yeah, I just enjoy thinking about the cards, thinking about like the world of so rare with cards and thinking about the card as an object, which I think so rare are kind of doing now. But even though now it's a new card, it's like a front, a back and a frame. I always still think there should be something in that inside that as well. So like the data of the card or the memory of the manager. And I think Nepenthes spoke before as well about if the card can hold the memories of being the card. So the, the, the wins, the podiums, the stadiums, and um, if it can start to hold that as well i think that would be so cool but no to answer your question i just enjoy making the cards and i love being part of the community and getting it out there and seeing what people think of them yeah because yeah. i've seen you doing like ridiculous ridiculously good art but like real art like art art like, yeah yeah so that I was i don't even know enough about art, like physical. watercolors or like you yeah just pencils and watercolors and stuff but that just became really time consuming and it doesn't translate well to twitter mm. and then you know, just think about content creators. And I, I also found like there's a space for creating concept art for SoRare. So, you know, I'm not trying to do Road to Glories. I'm not trying to do team builders. Or like, I don't know enough about football. Like, people can watch yourself and plenty of other content creators on that. I felt like my niche was concept artwork for SoRare. So mm-hmm. what does a stadium look like? What does, what does like an overlay of the card look like? What does the font look like? And there's also people out there doing that as well. So I, I just felt like I enjoyed that the most. And that's Class. kind of the niche. Yeah. Um, right. Let's see. Do you guys, this is from Maurice, do you think, do you guys think the setback in tra- training will ultimately lead to its dismissal? Oh. We've had this before with, it's it's impossible to know that. Like, But you know with like yeah. the um, 
progress bars progress and stuff. Bar. Yeah, you know, man. this is one of those. Oh, it's on the long finger. Oh, what do we do? What do you do think it? if it went to five percent? If it went to five percent instead of ten, I feel like that would be that yeah. might be enough for people. But yeah, I think everyone just thinks ten's too much. Yeah, and it sounded that, like so like kind it of announced it. The game. Yeah, and it's so rare announced yeah. it without really having any idea of what it actually would look like. Is my impression. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ten percent was too much. To go to five percent now looks like a massive win for the community. So I think everyone wins, and they get to sell their consumables or whatever in the club shop. So I think like mm. something like that would be a better move, and I wouldn't be surprised to see that. That's what I would predict happens. Ten percent just seems absolutely fucking out of whack when you take into account collection bonuses, new season bonuses. It's just like it's just not right. Yeah, it it just like the question earlier about ultra cards and them not selling because of the XP. I feel like that would be massively distorted all of a sudden because mm-hmm. the fitness bonus just gets in the way of so much like like that's a huge amplifier on the scoring and stuff mm-hmm. um i think the benefit of it was about that day-to-day engagement checking players into physio or, or recovery and taking them back out and tying that real time to a fantasy game i think is quite interesting so things to do between the game week the games um so that that's a positive but it's just the execution of 10 percent. i feel it's yeah Way too much on a, mm. on a on a scoring matrix. I don't think yeah. it'll be dismissed, but I think it'll be adjusted. Yeah, yeah. Personally. Um and a lot of that comes down to like, I don't know, corporate structure vibes. There's someone in that office who came up with this idea and who probably feels a sense of ownership and who'd be batting for it. And they obviously all bought into it enough to announce it to the community. And I feel like I don't think it's that bad an idea. And I do feel like there is space for it within that club shop framework. So I do think it'll happen at some stage. I just, my criticism of it is 10% too much. But anyway. Like, if you think about it, like, you have the scoring and then you have experience, collectability and fitness. You could see why fitness would be the biggest portion of those three added elements, right? So if you think of a footballer, experience collectability and fitness like fitness is the most important thing i guess in a typical game week but mm. the way the game on so rare so structured that just changes everything from the last few years mm. so i think if it was starting fresh 10 percent maybe would make sense but the way the game is fixed at the moment it needs to be five yeah or two and a half yeah. Fabio wants to know will there be a new free to play mode why does it take so long to add the new cards to the draft and why weren't they added at the beginning of the new season that's a question for Solar, but I don't know if you have any hypothesis no. and I'll go for it it ties into getting the new cards in general I guess doesn't it like yeah. the, the licensing and stuff um, but I think a point you touched on previously was good in holding on to like old draft cards you know, and mm. it'd be nice if you could avail of some of those draft points difference, you know, so you can kind of trade on the L15 rating or whatever, but I don't know if that's going to be possible. Yeah, I think, like, for me, they're waiting on photo days from clubs. They need to get the actual cards out first for licensing and for, like, approval of the cards and blah, yeah. blah, blah. So, like, it's a shame they weren't there for the start of the season. And I think, like, next year, everything has to be done to get them out for the start of the season. Yep. I think the luxury games like FPL have and whatever is that they don't really use player images. All they need to do is get the kits. But yep. it is just a massive, like... 
it's just a massive miss, and I I don't I don't actually blame Sorare for it personally, because I, mm-hmm. I I know that they would they, you can't be Sorare and not have endeavoured to have that done by the start of the season. It had to have been a priority. I trust that it was a priority, but clubs mm-hmm. and timings and all that can just be notoriously mm-hmm. difficult. I just I just yeah. refuse to believe that like Sorare could have had it done, but they didn't because it slipped their mind. That that's not an option for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I think it's probably incredibly difficult, as you say. And I think also you would like the the new cards. I feel like the photographic, the photographs of the players looks like a much better quality. Mm. Like the lighting and stuff, they, it ties into the design of the card. And I think, yeah, it, it'd be nice if they could hit the ground running season, but um, it's definitely somewhat outside their control for sure. Colette.eth. I'm gonna go for Colette. I see that name. I've seen it loads of times. I don't know if I've messaged you about um cards or what's going on, but I always see that and I never know what exact oh oh you've got it in your bio. Okay, sorry, I'm going down a little rabbit hole here. So it's Coalette or just Q. So Coalette. Coalette asks Why do you think so rare put so much time and promotion into their car designs when their infrastructure for showing them off or displaying them is practically non existent? I think that's what they're working on, isn't it? With a, a augmented reality, and so I think it's all going to come. You know, they need they're building out that infrastructure to share your cards and stuff. I think mm. the card getting the cards out for the new season is probably priority, and now working on how people can share those once they have them in their galleries. So, um, I can envision the the challenges in terms of oh, we've got a great way to show our cards, but we just need the new cards now. So, I think yeah. I'm excited to see that come. I think that's, as we said, another element of fun. And um, mm. <clears throat> yeah, let's let's have the rose tinted glasses for that one as well. Yeah, I think they're they're obviously getting people excited for them now and promoting them. And I think they're basically trying to get people yeah. excited as to what these cards can do while they're selling these cards. But I think yeah. they they're not selling the big hitters yet. You know, the champion Europe hasn't dropped, has it? Or challenger nope. europe well some challenger has some. and it's like i would imagine we will see some more of this around the time whenever champion europe etc start to drop because that makes yeah. sense yeah it'd be nice if like the first impression of those new cards was a new way to present those cards mm. and it wasn't a standard way of seeing them so i think the unique kind of colorway is quite cool with like the dark gray and the orange like yeah. i think the unique the new unique cards are quite cool. The super rare blue is a lot. It's a lot of blue. The red always looks good, and um, yeah, I think to have that in place for the for the most premium champion Europe players would we'll say you know that would be that would be cool. Mm. Yeah. How we look there? You know what you mean. The blue is very blue, isn't it? It's very dark blue. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Um, the red. Yeah. I actually do. I think the unique's like a a very unique twist on a unique. Do you know what I mean? Like it is. Yes. Yes. I think it looks. It yeah. almost looks like oilish, like an oil slick kind of vibe on the the kaleidoscope, where it's like that kind of refraction. Or so. I don't even know what the word is. You know. Yeah. That no, I kinda... think I think adding that, adding the kind of it is like an orange red hue in there, isn't it? Isn't that the yeah. kind of secondary color? Yeah. I think that was that was a good move, and I think moving away. Like I know the Messi Miami card is really cool, but like I still find the black a bit flat or a bit like stock. Mm. it's a bit stock imagey whereas this colour is like it's a unique colourway which I think is really cool yeah 
Joey Veerman's unique there. Seven hours left, sitting on 26 grand. And they say the market's dead. Yeah. Right. We'll leave it there. Um, unless there's anything else you want to talk about. Um, no, just say check out my Sorter Art Guides, my YouTube and Twitter TikTok account. So that's where I share all my concept images and stuff. And uh, thank you very much for having me on, John. Not at all. Best of luck for the next season. And um, yeah, excited to see the, the journey continue. No, thanks a million for I'm your time. Check out the check out the wallet and try and break it before the codes. <laughs> I'm getting there before you. Um, I've already tried it. <laughs> no, I haven't. Um, so I'm going to go and try and steal those cards before you. So nice to chat to yeah. you. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>